ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy, two friends, both devoted wives and moms who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can be courageous and live in victory. Now, here's your hosts, Amy Elaine and Latan. Welcome to Real Victory Radio. On today's show, it's just me, Amy Elaine. From time to time, we will do that. Latan and I are both caring for our aging parents, and sometimes we just cannot get our schedules to cooperate, but our hearts are always together to be here on the show with you. So welcome to Real Victory Radio. We're so glad that you are here, and we will be back next week to continue our most recent conversation. We're going to be talking about everyday courage in a couple of weeks, and we're just so glad that you're here to join us. Real Victory Radio is all about getting real, ready, and equipped for an authentic life of victory. If you missed any of our previous episodes, you'll want to make sure you go to realvictoryradio.org and listen in to the replays. You'll find links to YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes, all our channels, and all previous episodes of Real Victory Radio, too. I'd love for you to give us a thumbs up, give us a five-star review. It really helps other people find the message of Real Victory Radio. And you can also click subscribe so you never miss an episode. While you're on the website, would you please take a look at the Victory Movement? Amy Elaine Ministries is a nonprofit organization, and Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We would love for you to join us with a one-time or monthly gift to help keep Real Victory Radio on the air. And by joining the Victory Movement, you help others to be encouraged to live a more victorious life in Christ. We can't do this without you, so we thank you in advance. The question that's been burning on my heart today is this. What can we do when we don't have all the answers? Maybe you are having the hardest week of your life. I can remember a time when I was having the hardest week ever. I thought I had faced some hard times before, but then an unforgettable Friday morning dawned and darkness prevailed. This all happened in August of 2016. Just a few weeks after returning home from my first writer's conference, I was off and running, rushing to Oklahoma City to be with my sister because something was not okay. Something was not all right. I can remember not knowing what to do. We didn't have any answers, and I was really, really scared. Maybe you've been there, too. Here's just a little bit of my story. My sister, Molly, had been in the ICU for about six days, and the diagnosis was grim at best. First, they didn't know what was wrong, and then they did. And I'm not sure which one was more scary, the not knowing or the knowing. Have you ever been in that place? Sometimes we wish we didn't have to know all the things, and sometimes we're terrified of the unknown. Either way, when scary situations come our way and we don't have the answers, we really long to know what to do. Though we didn't have all the answers, we had had enough to know that it was bad, that it was not good. And I remember feeling like I was at a complete loss of words. And you can imagine that's, that's not a place I usually find myself in. To be honest, nothing but questions surrounded me. It was just swirling in my mind. My heart was broken. I was raw. And my gut reaction was to grab a pen and journal. But that somehow didn't feel quite right. 
So instead of writing out my feelings, I prayed for a miracle. What can we do when we don't have all the answers? That's what we're going to talk about today on Real Victory Radio. Perhaps you are in a need of a miracle today. And instead of fretting, instead of letting doubt win the day, here are a few things that you can do when you don't have all the answers. Number one, you can pour your heart out to God. He will hear your prayers. He heard my prayers, and I know that he will hear yours, too. Praying for my sister early one morning, I heard the spirit whisper. His words rang so loud and true. Jesus is your only answer. As I was crying out in despair, I discovered a second way of really doing what doesn't come natural and what we can do when we don't have all the answers. And I surrendered all of my ways to his, whatever his outcome was going to be. I surrendered to that. And it wasn't easy, y'all. It was not easy at all. And though my heart was full of unintelligible words, I finally managed to say this prayer. And you can borrow this when you don't know what to do. I said, Jesus, I am calling on you. I'm calling on all you are to be everything she needs. He is our great physician. He's the Jehovah Rapha, our healer, and the Prince of Peace. And I needed him to be every single one of those things and more. Remembering the story of the woman with the issue of blood, I did the third thing that I knew to do, and that was to turn to Scripture, get in God's Word, and see what kind of hope I could find there. He's so good. He always meets us in His Word. Something caught my eye and spoke hope to my very heavy heart that day. And oh, how I longed to hear these words for my sister. In Luke 8, 48, in the Passion Translation, it reads, Beloved daughter, your faith in me has released your healing. You may go with my peace. As those words just rushed over me and really were just a balm over my heart, I knew that was exactly what we needed to be made whole again and to experience God's healing touch, to feel his power move. She needed this. I needed this. Her family needed this. I had so many unanswered questions, y'all, and I'm willing to bet that you have been there, too. In fact, you may be in desperate need to see God move in your life right now and for him to show up in your circumstances today. Please know this. He sees you. That fourth thing that we can do is to trust him completely and to reach out in faith, to touch the hem of Jesus. Like the woman that we're going to be talking about today, we're going to be looking at Luke 8 today. I'm going to be reading from the NIV. My headliner across this says, Jesus raises a dead girl and heals a sick woman all in one passage. It's a powerful passage. I'm going to read a little bit of it. We are in 8, Luke 8. Verse 40, I'm starting there. Now, when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. Then a man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house because his only daughter, a girl of about 12, was dying. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Verse 45, who touched me, Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. 
I'm sure he was thinking, how, what do you mean somebody touched you? Of course someone touched you. But Jesus said in verse 46, someone touched me. I know the power has gone out from me. Then the woman, seeing the, that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. That's verse 48. While Jesus was still speaking, someone came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, he said. Don't bother the teacher anymore. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, don't be afraid. Just believe and she will be healed. We're going to stop right there and we'll come back to that. I love how in this scripture passage, it is just chock full of suddenlies. You hear the instantly she was healed. Immediately her bleeding stopped. And I love how God works in our lives in what I love to call suddenlies. The immediate, the at that moment, the suddenly moments when God shows up and our miracles don't always happen this way, but sometimes... And often in the Bible, you will see that he does work in suddenlies. We're going to take a quick break and thank our sponsor. And then we'll be back to talk more about this chapter where Jesus heals the sick woman. Today's show is sponsored by Sonic Inspection Corporation. Sonic Inspection Corporation helps maintain the integrity of commercial buildings. They are a non-invasive commercial fire sprinkler inspection company delivering code-compliant inspection services for all commercial facilities. If you're a building owner or a facility manager, or maybe you're married to one, Sonic Inspection Corporation is something you need to know about. You can learn more about them by calling 303-308-3000 or by visiting their brand new website at sonicinspection.com. Remember, we are listener supported and we would be so grateful if you would partner today with us in the victory movement. Your one time or monthly gift makes such a huge difference and we cannot do this without you. We also want to know how Real Victory Radio is affecting you and how you are maybe seeing breakthrough or maybe you've read a book and really loved the author and loved the message that we one of the authors gave when they were on here maybe you've experienced some breakthrough in your walk with god and we want to know about those things you can email us at our brand new email go courageously at realvictoryradio.org we would so love to hear from you and hear how god is showing up in your life Okay, we're back. We just read Luke 8, 40 through about 50. We're going to read some more of that in just a moment. I won't read all of that again, but let's dig into these scriptures because there's some really good stuff here. In this passage, we see a near hopeless woman lost in a sea of people. She reaches out for that just one touch from Jesus. I believe she's mustered up every bit, the last bit of her faith that things could ever be different, that life could ever turn around for her. It's been so long for her, y'all. She is desperate, yet she's willing to risk it all, and we can too. And I think that is our number five thing to do, is to risk it all, be willing to risk it all on Jesus. I know how it feels to be in an impossible situation where if God does not step in and change things, we are going to lose all hope. It's scary to think there'd be nothing left to believe in. And I've been there, and maybe you have too. There was a day when I didn't believe I could ever change my ways. And then there was a day that I realized 
I was right. That was a little frightening until I began to understand this biblical truth. Though I couldn't change, Jesus could change me from the inside out because in our weakness, he is strong. This one thing I know for sure on my own, I would be a complete disaster. Y'all I was, I was a train wreck and God came in and changed my life and It was not a suddenly. I wish it had been a suddenly, but it was not. It took years of really digging into the word and spending time with Jesus to get my full, complete healing. But as I'm on the other side of that, I just want to encourage you today that I've learned that the transforming power of the Holy Spirit moves us in ways we'd never be able to accomplish on our own. The most exciting thing I have to tell you today is that you do not have to do this on your own. You don't have to do the seemingly impossible thing before you by yourself. In fact, we can't do it by ourselves. But grace upon grace upon grace and through Jesus, through Christ, we can be made able. In Christ, we are made whole. And through him, we can be strong for the battle that's before us. When we think we can't change or believe our situation will never, ever get better. There's one sure bet There's one thing that's worth risking it all on, and that is Jesus. Without any hesitation, we can risk it all on him. He's worth the risk because he is faithful. I love the way the message reads. Luke 8, 48 says, Jesus said, daughter, you took a risk trusting me, and now you're healed and whole. Live well, live blessed. Love that version. It's a great one. In desperation, when we reach out and touch the hem of Jesus' garment, figuratively, he always touches our heart in reality. I'm going to say that again. In desperation, when we touch the hem of Jesus figuratively, he touches our heart in reality. He will meet you in the place of your deepest, darkest need in the hour that you have so many questions, you don't know where to turn. When you don't have all the questions, when all you have is questions, when you don't have the answers, when we all we have is our whys and what ifs, we can withstand the long, dark night of our soul when doubt is hovering and fear grips our heart because Jesus will meet us there when we turn to him. When we trust him, he will meet us there. Here's your real talk answers for real life questions. Though tired and wearied, exhausted and unsure, we can run or limp or crawl however we can get there to the foot of the cross. We can muster up our last bit of faith and cast our cares right there at his feet. In our deepest needs, Jesus will meet us there. He bore our sins. And he longs to carry our burdens. One thing that I love about Jesus so much is that he is our burden bearer. He carries our burdens. He will carry yours today. He will lift your load and lift your spirit when you give him all the things. Yet we do have to leave him at his feet and trust him with our whole heart. If we want peace in our lives, we have to offer him all the pieces of our heart. You know, my ministry 
the the tagline for our ministry is heart shattered lives made whole again in Christ. And it comes from a verse in the Passion Translation, Psalm 5, 3. I'm looking it up right now because I can't think of it. But I have it on the tip of my tongue. Psalm 5, 3. At each and every sunrise, you will hear my voice as I prepare my sacrifice of prayer to you. Every morning, I lay out the pieces of my life or the pieces of our hearts on the altar and wait for your fire to fall upon my heart. I love that scripture. That's why I chose it as my tagline. If we want peace, we have to offer him all the pieces of our hearts. He is our only hope. And in our doubting, we'll find Jesus is the only answer. Here's a verse also from the Passion Translation, Romans 15, 13. Now make God the inspiration and fountain of hope fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with his superabundance until you radiate with hope. That is such a great scripture. I love it. With his superabundance. He does. He has everything that we need to make it through our situations. He is the answer when we don't have any answers. When all we have is questions, he will be our answer. There is more to my story. I bet you might be wondering what happened to my sister. After losing my brother 12 years ago, I really was not ready to be an only child. And in that time, God strengthened me so much that I really didn't even think about that, that, that I would be an only child. It was the craziest thing that happened. God just stepped in and he gave me such a peace over the situation. I was able to step up and be really carry my family through that time. My parents are, uh, let's see, they would have been about 79 and 80 at that time. And they'd already lost one child. And to watch them see my sister laying in ICU for six weeks was horrifying. But God gave me everything I needed to be strong. And I remember as I flew home the last time, I realized how good and faithful he had been. Immediately after Jesus spoke those life-giving words to that desperate woman in Luke 8, there was an unexpected sigh of regret. In all this commotion, there was another in need of his healing touch. Unfortunately, the crowd tells Jesus there's no longer a need for him to go. That other girl, Jairus' daughter, she was too far gone. Has anyone ever believed that about you? They have about me, and we're going to be talking about that on some upcoming shows. The truth is there is always another in need. After every single miracle, there stands another waiting, and thankfully, Jesus is there. When Jesus heard this, he said, Jairus, don't yield to your fear. Have faith in me, and she will live again in Luke eight fifty. What great wisdom. Jesus is so dang smart. There's something more that we can learn here. We can learn to live fearlessly. Let's trust him on this and without yielding to our fears, continue to press in for the miracle that we need. So beautifully written, the story in Luke continues and so does ours. I'm going to read just a little bit more from that chapter, chapter uh, uh, verse 51. After he says to him, don't be afraid, just believe and she will be healed. I heard the Lord saying that very same thing to me. Verse 
Luke 8, 51, when he arrived at the house of Jairus, he did not let anyone go in with him except Peter, John, and James, and the child's father and mother. Meanwhile, all the people were wailing and mourning for her. Stop wailing, Jesus said. She is not dead. She's just asleep. They laughed at him, knowing that she was dead, but he took her by the hand and said, My child, get up. Her spirit returned, and at once, that suddenly there, she stood up. Then Jesus told them to give her something to eat. Her parents were astonished. I love how he shows up in our stories. There is life because of the cross, and we can live the resurrected life of Jesus. We can wake up, rise up, and live victoriously. Stop crying. She is not dead. She's just asleep. He tells her to rise, and instantly her spirit returned to her body, and she stood up. I want you to hear this today. Jesus is alive, and he still heals today. We can shout it from the rooftops because Jesus is our miracle maker. Whatever your situation is, I pray that you'll continue to trust him. And when it feels like you are dying on the inside, pray these words from Psalm 119.25. I am close to death. Give me a new life as you promised. So I still haven't answered that question. What happened to my sister? We almost lost her, but we didn't. God met us in those moments in the midst of our pain. He showed up. We like to call her our miracle Molly. Interestingly, God continued to show me that there was so much more to this story, too. I'm going to have to wrap this up pretty quickly. We're almost out of time. I realized that Molly's diagnosis was a rare blood disorder. She literally was the woman with the issue of blood from our story. God knows the details of our lives. And I encourage you to trust him with yours. Molly had a disorder called HLH, and it dawned on me at that moment that she really was a perfect picture of that woman in our story and that God did meet her there. And there was a miracle that happened. And I had the faith to believe in the miracle that he wanted to do for me. I want to pray for you right now. God knows the details of our lives, and I encourage you to trust him with yours. Lord, we come boldly before your throne. When needed, we come asking for a miracle. Thank you for the hope of Jesus and the work of the cross. May we live that resurrected life that you died for. May we seek you first in all our ways. Would you awaken our souls and give us new life in the places where we feel dead or in the situations that feel dead to us? We ask this in all the power of your son's name. Amen. Here's a couple of takeaways from this week. What do we do when we don't have all the answers? We're going to pour our hearts out to the Lord. We're going to surrender our ways, the outcome to his way. We're going to get in the word, trust him completely, reach out in faith and be willing to take a risk to risk it all on Jesus because he is faithful. And some key statements from this week's episode, instead of you fill in the blank where I wanted to journal, instead of fill in the blank to deal with your feelings, I want you in faith to pray for a miracle, whatever it is that you need. You can say this prayer, Jesus, I'm calling on all you are to be everything I need or everything my child needs or everything my marriage needs or everything my heart needs, whatever it is everything my body needs. Just ask him for the healing, ask him for the miracle, because without any hesitation, we can risk it all on Jesus. He is faithful 
And when we give him the pieces of our hearts, he in turn gives us peace. He is our only hope. In our doubting, we'll find Jesus is the only answer. I want to thank you for being with me today and taking the time to hang out with me here on Saturdays. I love it that you're here, and we love to talk to you about living the victorious life, ways that you can practically apply the Word of God to your life to live a more victorious life. And we want you to go out and live courageously. That's why we have our email where you can email us at gocourageously at realvictoryradio.org. So, Send us an email. Tell us how Real Victory Radio is affecting you and how we can pray for you. What shows that you would like to hear about? What answers are you looking for? We may not have all the answers, but we will try to come up with some practical applications that you can apply to your life. We'll get you some real talk for your real life answers, and we will meet you here on Saturdays. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for making Real Victory Radio part of your day. We just love having you here. Come back next week for more encouragement to live the victorious life and go courageously. Live victoriously. Thank you so much for being with me today. And we just thank you for being here. Go out and live the victorious life. We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible. Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio.